0: Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the world. Good morning, good afternoon, and or good evening to you, all around the world. This is Reverend Espan of New Birth Ministries Church Online, wishing you victory, Yeshua, love, joy, peace, wit, wealth, success. Patience, virtue, good health, money, mercy, grace, support, rock, wisdom, positivity, abundance, prosperity, greatness, and Yahweh. Church online every Sunday at ten in the morning, Eastern Standard Time. As for those who cannot attend the usual brick and mortar service at the time, for various reasons, such as sick and shut in, transportation troubles and so forth, know that we're praying for you and that God would send you favor quickly. Also remember, troubles don't last always, my friend. You have the victory. Amen. And check out our new website at RevSE.org. God bless. day. We woke up this morning. God is good. He's good all the time. No matter what happens to us, God is good. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm glad to see you guys on today. And uh, I'm going to open this up with prayer. I'm going to be talking about the Lord. This is the title, right? The Lord didn't tell you diddly squat. Amen. All right. So let's open up with prayer. Father God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, we love you. Thank you for this time to be able to preach your word in the way that you have called us to do so. Not our own way, but in the way that you told us to do so. I appreciate you in my life. I appreciate you in the lives of my friends, my family, my loved ones. And we're lifting all of our loved ones up to you today, covering them with the blood of Jesus Christ, Lord God. Thank you for saving us from times we didn't even know that we needed to be saved. Thank you, Jesus, for saving us by dying on the cross and shedding your blood. We give all of our troubles and all of our problems to you. You said you can handle the heavy stuff. Amen. You said you can handle everything, and therefore we're going to give you everything. We're not going to allow fear and doubt to come into our hearts. We refuse fear. We refuse doubt. We refuse anything that refuses the Jesus in us. Amen. You are awesome. You are lovely, and you, we see you high, and we see you lifted up. I speak healing into the listeners, into their lives and their households. I speak peace into their lives and their households, and good finances, good health, joy. We need much joy down here today. The way everything's happening down here, we definitely need joy. So I wish everyone joy. And we, I bind oppression and depression in Jesus' name. I bind witchcraft in Jesus' name gladly. It has no power over your people. Amen. Jesus, we thank you for allowing us to use your name and your blood. And your word, hallelujah. We are not going to accept anything that is not of you. So Holy Spirit, use me and bring something out in this session that somebody somewhere needs to hear. Even if it's just one person. I don't mind, Lord. I'm your servant. Here am I. As Samuel said, here am I. Use me, Lord. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God is good. He's always good. Whether we feel good, God's good. If we don't feel so good, God's good. If things are going good, God is good. If things aren't going so great, God's still good. Amen. God is high, lifted up on the throne. Amen. And he sees what we experience. He knows what's going on with us. Amen. So, let's get into this. Um, I'm going to be getting this from Exodus 3 and 4. Exodus 3 and 4, okay? And I will start with um, Exodus chapter 3, verse 9. And I'll read to 4, verse, I believe, 2. Okay, and it goes like this. Now, therefore... Behold, the the cry of the children of Israel has come unto me, and I have also seen oppression, oppression, there's that word, wherewith the Egyptians oppress them, which we know would be their enemies. Okay, Israel was going through horrible uh, uh, oppressions from the Egyptians. Come now, therefore, and I will send thee unto Pharaoh, that thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. And Moses said unto God, Who am I? that I should go unto Pharaoh and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt and he said certainly I will be with thee and this shall be a token unto thee that I have sent thee now, you would think that would be enough, right? Amen. God said, y- you are important because I'm going to use you, okay? And I don't know how many of you out there have had this happen to you. When God calls you, you feel a calling on you. That makes you important to the kingdom of God. Amen. Whose report are you going to believe? Your friends, your family, or God? Amen. And then verse 12 says, and he said, certainly I will be with thee, and this shall Be a token unto thee that I have sent thee. When thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt, ye shall serve God upon this mountain. See, God had it set up. He had a divine purpose. Okay, and his divine presence was there. Amen. And still is. Hallelujah. And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers have sent me unto you, and they shall say to me, What is his name? What should I say to them? Another Moses is saying, what do I tell them if they ask me what your name is? And God simply said, he said, and God said, Moses, he said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. God's telling them, I am. They want to know my name, say, I am. Amen. Verse 15, And God said moreover unto Moses, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me unto you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial unto all generations. Go and gather the elders of Israel together and say unto them, Now he's telling Moses to talk to the elders, Okay, the, the wise ones of the group, amen, He said, And say unto them, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham and Isaac and of Jacob, appeared unto me, saying, I have surely visited you and seen that which is done to you in Egypt. Imagine you you gathering, all your pastors, preachers, teachers, elders, whatever. Imagine you having a meeting, you calling a meeting, okay? And everybody comes to the meeting room. And you stand there. It gets quiet. Everybody's sitting there, okay, with their, their, their drink and whatever and their, you know, uh, their, their fruit on the table and, and their tablets and pens and papers. And they're waiting to hear what you have to say. You. Okay. Talking to all these spiritual leaders. And you your mouth opens and you look at them and you say, God called me and told me. To tell you guys. Therefore I'm having this meeting, I'm calling this meeting, because God's about to do a huge thing. Imagine yourself doing that. Amen. And this is what happened to Moses. God told him to get the elders together. In verse sixteen, Exodus three sixteen. Go and gather the elder the elders of Israel, of the whole country, the whole you know, nation together and tell them that Lord God of their fathers visited me and he wants me to tell you that he saw what we all what you all went through in Egypt God used Moses who was actually on Egypt's side at that time he thought he was the son of the king right not knowing that he was of them as well he was he was Israeli as well right Moses was a Jew Amen. And verse 17 says, And I have said, I will bring you up out of the affliction of Egypt unto the land of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and Hivites and Jebusites unto a land flowing with milk and honey. Is that a promise or what? Okay, so Moses is telling the leaders, the big leaders of this nation, this captured nation, but leaders, nonetheless, that God's about to do a new thing. God is getting ready to take them from slavery uh, with, with their enemy to a land flowing with milk and honey. What a promise, amen? God says, I'm going to deliver you of your ites. And he's telling us this today. God said, I am going to deliver you of your ites. And I'm going to take you to a place where you won't have to worry about them anymore. Amen? So why do we still worry? Why do we still complain? Why do we still wonder if the disease is going to go away? Why do we still wonder if our mates are going to come back? Why do we still wonder whether or not we're ever going to have enough money to, to meet the end of the month? Did you ever have more month? than money, amen, God said it, and he meant it, we already won, we are blessed, he has a lot of wonderful things in store for us, and it's there now, we just can't see it, this didn't happen yet, and even the Bible tells us you have not because you ask not, imagine the things that we can ask him and get and don't even know it yet, amen, amen, And then in verse 18, he says, And they shall hearken to thy voice, and thou shalt come, thou and the elders of Israel, unto the king of Egypt, and you shall say unto him, The Lord God of the Hebrews has met with us, and now let us go. We beseech thee, three days' journey into the wilderness, that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God. Now, Egypt has taken them captive for years built buildings, had them walking in straw to make the bricks for the temples and and, and the pyramids and all that kind of stuff, right? Taking care of their babies and, and, and working out in the fields and everything. And here comes Moses, who used to be a prince with Egypt, left them, okay? And now he's going back to tell Egypt that his God is coming for him. And notice God, watch, notice God gave him witnesses. He went back with the the leaders of Israel. God will give you witnesses, all right? God will give you witnesses. He will give you someone to take with you. The Bible, the New Testament says two by two, you know? And and it even there's even a, a scripture in there that says by two or three witnesses, you'll confront someone in the church or whatever. God always has a witness in some kind of way to your calling. This is why a lot of people, when they're called by God, somebody else knew it. They'll say, oh, I knew it. I knew it all the time. I saw it on you. You know, it could be your your pastor, you know, it could be your, your minister, it could be somebody in your neighborhood or your family. You know, I had somebody tell me one time, God bless her, and she told me, she said, I knew you was called when we were little kids because you were always, there was just something special about you. You know, and it's not like we were best of friends. In fact, I was surprised to hear her say that. And see, see, God will put away, he'll, he'll give you a witness. Amen. Moses didn't go back by himself. No man is an island and no man stands alone. He just didn't go back to the what is now his enemy and tell them that God said, Let the Israelis the uh the Jews go, the Israelites go, right? All right. So Moses went back and he he was told what to do. And God said and tell them I sent you <laughs> The God of the Israelites. Note of God is is, is specifically telling the enemy. He's specifically telling Egypt who he is and whose God he is. The people that they had captured, raping and beating and killing and intimidating and oppressing all those years. God is telling them, I saw you. Now here I come. You came. Now here I come. Amen. All right. And verse nineteen says, "And I am sure that the king of Egypt will not let you go." Okay, no, not by a mighty hand. It, he, God's telling him it's not going to be easy. He said, "This, this is I'm giving you uh, a, what is it? Mission? In, most people would say mission impossible." God said I will stretch out my hand And smite Egypt with all my wonders Which I will do in the midst thereof And after that he will let you go Now if you look at um, Exodus chapter 3 verse 20 Verse 20 is telling you right there There's going to come a hard time Something's about to go down God is letting us know In verse 20 that his Divine hand is going to Bring judgments upon the enemy Oh Lord upon upon on uh, Egypt, and the wonders of God are going to happen. Now, if anybody would read Genesis chapter 3 and and verse 20, ahead of time they would see that before they even got to chapter 4, they would see that something's about to go down. And and if it were a movie, it it, it would let you know that something's getting ready to change in the scene. Amen. (laughs) God's letting Moses know this is not going to be easy. Okay, And then verse 21 says, and I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, and it shall come to pass that when you go, you're not going to be empty. See, God's giving them this promise. He's, the, verse 20 is a hard verse. He, God's letting them know something hard is getting ready to happen. And there, verse 21, he's saying, but you are going to have favor, human favor in this situation. He said, you're not going to walk away empty and watch as verse 22 says but here's the blessing ready after all that mess they went through losing loved ones and getting stabbed killed choked whatever happened to them you know dying in the dying in the Egyptian fields the hot Egyptian fields right verse 22 he says but every woman shall borrow of her neighbor and of her that sojourneth in her house jewels of silver And jewels of gold and raiment. And ye shall put them upon your sons and upon your daughters. And ye shall spoil the Egyptians. That is letting them know right there. God is letting them know right there. You are going to be rich. When I deliver you from your enemies. I'm not going to. You're not going to leave empty handed. Mm Mm-mm. You're not going to leave empty-handed. You are going to be rich. And I've I've even heard people say before about the the new heaven and the new earth. They said if if these rich people down here, these evil rich people, want to build all those big homes and all those mansions and stuff, let them. Don't say a word. Let them let them do what they want to do. Because when all else, ha- when everything happens, and, and we're in a new heaven and the new earth, their mansion might be yours. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know, right? That mansion that the person that looks down their nose, they look down their nose at you, and they belittle you and make fun of you and, and they tease you and taunt you because you don't have what they have. Let them tease you, let them taunt you because that vehicle that they have, that beautiful home that they have, may be your new address when Jesus comes back and 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 and, and makes and brings on the new heaven and the new earth. We're going to come back to the earth. We're coming back. And we we don't know, right? That mansion may be sitting there. That vehicle may be sitting there. If if you need it then, because we're going to have heavenly bodies. We're going to have new bodies. We're going we're gonna to have our heavenly body, right? Amen. Things are going to be very much different than they are now. All right? God is going to bless the believer with whatever they need. And it's not is going to, he's already done it. We have the blessings now, okay, we're talking about Exodus here with Moses and Egypt, right, and israel the Israelites. but right now, in the new past the New Testament into today, because of what Jesus did on the cross, you are rich. The Bible even tells us he became poor so that we may be rich. Amen. Jesus died so that you may be rich. And I can't. All these people, all these young people nowadays, looking for stacks. They want to be rich. They want what they call stacks, millions, right? And they and they, they they want it from. They think they're going to get it from the world. The world's going to take it back. It's not going to last long. Anything that you get from the devil is temporary. It doesn't last. But you get stacks with Jesus Christ. You get anything you need. Amen. People who go around. And act like, you know, I hear people talking about they took the vow of poverty. I'm not taking no, I've never, I'm going to be honest with you, I never heard that before until like 10 years ago or so. I'm like, no. The woman asked me one time, did you take the vow of poverty? And I said, no. (laughs) I didn't even know what she meant. My God's rich. God bless, I serve a God that likes to bless people. Amen. No, I'm not taking no vow of poverty because Jesus wasn't poor. Jesus was Jesus and the disciples had so much they never ran out and and the one that that turned him in carried the bag Amen. Judas was the treasurer of the disciples he carried the bag. amen, so no, I don't want to be poor with the world. I am rich in Christ Jesus. He even tells us in the word, you have not because you ask not. Amen. And in verse 4, Amen. it says, And Moses answered and said, But behold, they will not believe me. They won't listen to me. He said he won't hearken unto my voice, for they will say the Lord has not appeared unto thee. And you know, I felt like that for years. I felt like that for a long time. I had some people tell me, you're ready to go out, and won't you go speak here and do this and do that? And I used to always say, they're not ready. They won't listen. They won't listen to me. I've actually said that to you know my, my, some of my minister friends. They won't listen to me. I just felt it in my spirit that they won't listen to me. And then I used that for so long, and God finally spoke to my heart. He told me and said, Go. I called you to preach. Do you believe it or don't you, Moses? Go. And so I just start going out and preaching and teaching and praying on courthouse steps (laughs) and doing different things for the kingdom. And I've learned not to pay attention to the naysayers. Am I preaching for the kingdom or am I trying to please man? And God is trying to tell somebody out there listening to this, are you trying to please man, or are you trying to please God? Do what he says. Amen. If you feel like you're lonely, you don't have any help, you don't have anybody on your side, he will send somebody. He will send a witness. He'll The Bible says two by two, he'll send you somebody. might not be who you expect, but he'll send somebody. And Moses is telling God, they're not going to listen to me. Amen. They're not going to listen. This is what he's telling. Now, he's telling God, he's telling the creator of all things, it's not going to work. How many of us sit down and think, how many times have you told God it's not going to work? Or you, you show fear, right? God keeps telling us fear, no fear. They say fear is in there. No fear is in there 365 times. It's one time for each day of the year. God says, no fear, and we tell him we can't do it. We're scared. I'm scared. They might not listen to me. They might, what, what if they don't like me? Are you preaching to make people like you? Or are you preaching to save souls? God says, the Bible says, beware of the man that everybody likes. Beware of the man that is favored by everybody because something's wrong. You're going to get criticism somewhere. If you have the anointing of God in you, somebody's going to find something wrong. Somebody's going to start something on you. Somebody's going to t- dirty your name or, or bring up your past or something. If something crazy doesn't happen, that's because the devil already got you. Amen? And chapter 4, verse 2, it says, And the Lord said unto him, what is that in your hand? And he said, a rod. And he said, cast it on the ground. And he cast it on the ground and it became a serpent. And Moses fled from before it. Moses got scared and ran, right? God's showing him the power that he has with him. Amen. And the Lord said, in other words, God's proving his power. And the Lord said unto Moses, put forth your hand and take it by the tail. And he put forth his hand and caught it. And it became a rod in his hand. Now, God did this miracle, okay, which is call it magic God calls it miracles there's a difference magic is temporal and it's a sleight of hand miracles are real and are everlasting amen this thing he threw the rod on the ground. It became a snake, and he grabbed the rod, took hold of it. When he took hold of it, he con- he took control of that. He, he, so to speak, he took control of that thing, okay, and it became a rod again. God is showing Moses the control. God is showing Moses the power that he had in his own hand by belief. You know, disbelief is evil. Either you believe God is working in your life or you don't. And then he says, that they may believe that the Lord God of the fathers of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob has appeared unto me. And the Lord said furthermore unto him, put out their, your hand into the bosom. And he put out his hand in the bosom. And when he took it out, behold, his hand was leprous of snow. And he said, put your hand into the bosom again. And when he put it back in his bosom and plucked it out, uh, behold, it was turned again unto other flesh. God showed him another miracle. Now Moses is doing miracles while he's talking to God. And some of you have done miracles while you were talking to God. Maybe not the leprosy, and maybe not the, the serpent and the rod, right? Hopefully not the serpent and the rod, right? But some of you are talking to God. God is showing you miracles, but you're allowing the devil to rob you of those experiences. God is giving you miracles. Whenever a prophet prophesies over you, says, and they say a miracle is going to happen in your household, look for it. Don't say, oh, okay, that's good. Oh, that's a good word, huh? No, look for it and believe in it. Amen? And it shall come to pass that they will not believe you, neither hearken unto the voice of the first sign, that they will believe the voice of the latter sign. God says, and I'm telling you this today, He's sending signs. If people don't believe you, they say, oh, well, you know, so-and-so claims they're called. He claims he's called. She claims she's called. I I don't believe it. You can believe it if you want to. I don't believe it. You know, the Lord God didn't tell them diddly squat, okay? Either you believe God and you do miracles, signs, and wonders, or you believe man and you turn your back on your calling. Unbelief. Is like sin. Amen. Amen. And it shall come to pass, if they will not believe also these two signs, neither hearken unto thy voice, that thou shalt take the water of the river and pour it upon dry land, and water which will turn into, as it can see, the dry land and the water which thou taketh out of the river shall become blood. Upon the dry land, and Moses said unto the Lord, "O oh my God, I am not eloquent, neither herefore nor since thou hast spoken unto thy servant, but I am slow of speech. Moses is still looking for excuses, and I hope some of you out there are not still looking for excuses." Amen. So what happens after that is God told him, I'm going to be your inspiration. I'm going to tell you what to say. Verse 12, uh, chapter 4, verse 12. He said, I'll be your mouth. I'll tell you what to say. So Moses still neglects his duty. Moses still turns it down. He still does not accept the fact that God wants to do all these miracles through him. Verse 13 says, and, O my Lord, send, I pray thee, by the hand of him whom thou wilt send. Moses is still in disbelief. He won't believe it. So guess what happens? In verse 14, God got mad. He said, okay, i tell you what. I'm not dealing with you. You're, you're telling me no. I'm the creator of all things. I'm trying to bless you. You're telling me no. I don't have time to play with you. I'm not going to do it, Moses. And, and, and I'm telling you guys now, if God comes to you in any kind of way, speaks to you, or you feel him in your heart, Amen. You hear him in your heart, not your ear. Well, sometimes he speaks audibly. But when God comes to you and tells you to do a thing, do that thing. Do not tell him, but I'm not good enough. Because look, let me tell you something. If me, Reverend Nessie, if I can preach, I didn't say I was the best. I'm not trying to be the best. I don't want to be the best. Because the best is Jesus Christ. Okay? If I can do it, okay? On good days, I preach. On bad days, I preach. There's times you guys hear my voice, and I feel miserable behind this microphone because I have just gone either wrestling at night with demons and devils, feeling getting cut on my legs, or, or, or feeling somebody holding me down, or seeing things or hearing growls. I go through a lot, and I Still get on this microphone and preach. Why? Because I trust in God and I absolutely love him. There's been times I got on at 10 o'clock on a Sunday morning and because of some loud folks around me and some crazy stuff going on in this neighborhood, I didn't get to sleep till about 7 o'clock. Woke up, got on at 10 o'clock, preached for half an hour and called it a day and got a good meal and a cup of coffee. (laughs) <laughs> and the Holy Spirit used it. And no, I, I don't know who I s I don't know who gets saved because this goes out all over the place. I'm on I'm on um Titan, I'm on um Anchor, I'm I'm on I I'm on I I have on iTunes, I'm all over the place. You know, I don't have anybody to do that for me. Maybe one day God will bless me and send me somebody to help me to do these things too. But I'm all I don't know who's getting saved. Okay, and like I said, I'm not trying to be the best, I'm just getting the word out there, but I tell you what, I guarantee you somewhere somebody is. We never know, I could, but you never know, just me, I'm just giving you an example, me preaching like this on this little microphone and, and my what what am I, I'm i using right now, um well, um blog talk radio and the different programs and stuff I use, we don't know could be thousands of people accepting Jesus over me, uh, obeying the Lord and believing in my calling. Amen. Amen. So God, in verse 14, says, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses. Moses made God mad. God wasn't playing, so he he called somebody else. He got got Aaron, his brother Aaron, and and, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses, and he said, is not Aaron the Levite thy brother? I know that he can speak well, and also behold, he cometh forth to meet thee, and when he sees thee, he'll be glad in his heart. And when thou shalt speak unto him, you'll put words in his mouth, and I will be with thy mouth and with his mouth. And I will teach you what ye shall do, and he shall be thy spokesman unto the people. And he shall uh, be even, he shall be to thee instead of a mouth, and thou shalt be to him instead of God. So look. God said, I'm not playing with you. Okay, he he literally told God no. So God got somebody else to take his place. You know, God always has a ram in the bush. It went, isn't it an honor that God called him? It was an honor that God called. And it could have also happened that maybe all the things that um, Moses got into, you know, when he killed the man, the Egyptian, and things like that. Maybe when he killed the Egyptian, maybe Moses might have had some, some uh, what do you call um condemnation going on there or something. Maybe he felt like he wasn't good enough. Don't let condemnation rule your calling, buddy, whoever you guys are, male or female. Don't let condemnation pull you down and you miss a blessing in somebody else. God has to call somebody else to take your place, okay? Amen. Amen. And And that's it. Once you're hooked on Jesus, and his power and his love, you won't want to turn back, even if your most valued loved ones turn against you. Amen. Just like I told people in John 666, 6, 6, 6, amen. Everybody turned against Jesus. Everybody turned against him. And he looked at his disciples and said, will you go too? You know? So when you think you're by yourself, and you might not have enough help right now for a ministry. You thinking God's calling you into a ministry, but who do you know, who who else can help me? Believe me, if he calls you, he's gonna send somebody else to help you. Amen. And he will give you the courage and he will give you the strength. So when people look at you, and they don't have faith in you, they don't have trust in you, or you're not good enough, or you're not cute enough, or your hair's not long enough, and your eyes aren't big enough, and you're not handsome, or pretty enough, or whatever, your teeth may not be white enough, but (laughs) God calls you, and that's an honor, and you should thank Him, and carry out that call. Amen. And for the ones that say God didn't tell you diddly squat, let them continue to disbelieve because one day you might be baptizing them or their children or their children's children. Amen. And they'll have to eat their words. Amen. God is good. God is good. Hallelujah. And he wants you to be good. He wants you to do Great exploit. The Bible said Jesus even said we'll do greater exploits than he did. Amen. God is good. Go out there and do greater exploits. Amen. Are you saved? Now's the time to accept Jesus Christ as your Savior. With everything that's going on in the world, we all need that friend. He is the best friend you could ever have. Jesus doesn't tell secrets. You can tell him anything. That's what I love. One of the things I love about him. You can tell him things you can't tell anybody else in the world. And guess what? It'll never get back to anybody. Amen? Allow him into your life. If you're not saved, just repeat this. Say, Jesus, I repent of my sins. I'm so sorry, Lord. I believe you died on a cross just for me, and I appreciate it, and I thank you. Amen. You shed your blood for me. And you died and rose three days later just for me. And I accept what you've done. I accept you as my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, and amen. Now, go find a Bible-believing, Holy Ghost-filled church, And learn of him It's never too late Your new life starts now Everything that you did before this very moment is gone The Bible says God threw it as far as the east is from the west He let it go So now you let it go Start over Don't pay attention to the naysayers Just keep your eyes on God And what he tells you to do Do it Just do as he says Amen The Lord bless thee and keep thee The Lord make his face to shine upon you and Be gracious unto you The Lord lift up his countenance upon you And give you peace Thank you for coming on today, and I pray that your week goes by victoriously. This is Reverend Essie signing off. God bless you. Amen. Amen.